There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My people were here, Magmania Podcast back in the building. We have a special guest here that's joining us. Very excited to interview this lady. It is Alexa Bliss in the building. How are you, my dear? I am fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm swell. I, I want to get down to brass tacks, though. There's a little bit of tag team championship tournament going on. You teamed up with the great Oscar. It's a very impromptu pairing, but it's really great. But I, I wanted to talk about just just in your in your mind, what's it like to to see all these these great women in a tag team tournament and getting showcased and seeing that that great representation and and just seeing all these competitors in a just in a tournament to crown uh, a tag team championship? What's it like seeing all these ladies uh, compete? I'm excited. You know, I've always said that you know our women's division we have so many talented women, and you know we kind of sometimes creatively get stuck in a in a certain wheel where we just keep using you know the same characters over and over and over so it's it's so refreshing to have the spotlight shine on so many shining on so many women and especially so many you know awesome talented women that make up our roster and i think the tag tournament is the perfect way to showcase everyone and give everyone that opportunity that maybe not have had it in the past and mm. you know creates new storylines which gives little more places to go and i just think it's overall great so you're in this tournament and you guys may be one of the favorites two amazing wrestlers coming together uh, but I want to talk about you individually for a moment, Alexa Bliss. You are someone who has won a ton of titles. I mean, you've been a singles champion. You've been a tag team champion already a couple times. We have this little game we like to play here on the show, <laughs> and we call it Haul the Way. And what the premise is, is if a wrestler were to retire today, not thinking if they could do more things, but if they retired today, would they make it to the <laughs> Hall of Fame? Now, 
You've done a lot of stuff. I think we could make a case. Do you think if you retired today for whatever reason mm. that you already have had a Hall of Fame career? Um, I think on paper, yes. I feel like on paper, I could be a Hall of Famer. A hundred percent. You know, that I've been very fortunate with the opportunities that I have had with WWE, especially within my first few years on the roster and built a whole list of accolades um, that I'm very thankful for. Uh, but, you know, it depends on who else is in that class, you know? Yeah, I remember because I'm in the same division as Charlotte, as Becky, as mm. Bailey, as all these other women that have these, you know, accolades as well. Um, on paper, our whole women's division Technically, yes, could be Hall of Famers, but it's who's in the class. That's mm. Dancing around that question, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up as a yes. But I appreciate that you're being a you're being, yeah, you're, being a, you're being good good to everyone else. It is a good division. Yeah, you try to get this I think it's a yes. You're trying bullet. to get Miss Blister cancel this interview. She she said yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, speaking of your rich lineage that you speak of and the accolades that you have accumulated over your career, we've seen many incarnations, many sides of your personality. So how do you see Alexa Bliss being portrayed moving forward? And is there a facet of you that we have yet to see? So there is a version of me that I am dying to get to. Um, it just hasn't gotten there yet. You know, there's been a lot of, I've been, I think, I saw this like collage on, uh, I try to stay off Twitter unless I'm complaining about something. Uh, but I like, I saw this like collage and it was like all the different characters that I've ever been in WWE. And I was like, man, I feel like nine different people. Like if you really look at it, like from my start to now, there's been nine different like variations of how I look, how I act, how I speak. And right now it's just me. It's just, it's just me. Um, so there's been something that I've been working on for quite a while that I really, really want to get out there. It's just finding the right time, um, what the roster needs right now. And, um, just, it's all about timing. And so for right now, you're kind of, it's kind of just me out there doing my thing with Asuka, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> but like I always say, like Lexi is not for TV. Like I'm boring as a person. Oh. And I feel like on TV right now I'm boring. So I'm trying to really regroup and, you know, reorganize things and get to where I want to be character wise for sure. Uh, Alexa, I'll give you five dollars right now if you tell me what this character is. Five dollars. Not, not a chance. <laughs> not Six dollars. <laughs> Actual retail price. <laughs> but uh, Alexa, speaking of you and Oscar, you uh, ladies just advanced in a tournament. This is what I want to know: if and when, or when and if you win the tournament, what does the celebration look like? Oh man. Celebration? Well, first off, I love tequila. So I'm going to say someone's going to have tequila involved. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun winning the tag titles again, you know, especially with a new partner, someone like Asuka, which, by the mm -hmm. way, first off, can we just say, I am so happy that I'm partnering with Asuka 
and not against Asuka because I've <laughs> taken those back fists and I'm so happy that I'm not the one on the receiving end of them this time because she is, she is tough. She is very tough. So here's like our thing, right? I can talk all the crap and then she can back it up. <laughs> she's the hard hitter, right? Yeah. I can do some flashy things here and there, but mostly my, my words are the ones that cut deep, but man, she is a badass. So if we, if we win celebration, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I would have to get a matching robe with Oscar, right? I'd have to get some flash. Okay. I'd have to get her her own Lily doll. And then we'll just secretly hang out and drink tequila. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of celebrations, uh, you recently were married. So congratulations Ooh, on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to pull back the curtain on me a little bit, I love weddings. I actually DJ weddings. It, oh, I don't what? know if this will be in there, but you can see I even got a little DJ set up behind me as we speak. Um, that said... I would love to know, just as a someone who plays music at a wedding, um, what was the music that you guys started the dance floor with, and what was your last song of the night, if I'm allowed to ask? Yeah, um, so we started off with, I'm pretty sure it was like Semi-Charm kind of like, Semi-Charm kind of like, Love it, baby. yeah. Banger. It, yeah, it was like an all-90s Yeah. Yeah, and so we, uh, we had a 90s 2000s cover band, which was Sega Genocide, and then we had two DJs. So we did a DJ set and then actually the very first song to ever play at our wedding. That is live. It's not semi track Life. It was a DJ song and it was Hot Shell Ray. I like it like that, but a version about me because it's my favorite, like to pull back the curtain even more. That's my party song, right? If I'm ever like feeling like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to have a couple drinks. Today's the day I'm going to let loose. I always like hang out and just have a couple drinks to Hot Shell Ray. I like it like that. But the guy, one of the guys in the band is was one of our groomsmen and he made a custom version and he turned it to Lexi likes it like that. And so I had my own version <laughs> of my celebration song play at my wedding for the first song. And then the very last song to play at our wedding, Stephanie Beatrice sang uh, Rise Against the Machine. Wow. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, we awesome. thought she was going to get up and sing in Kanto or something, but because we had a lot of friends there who are all musicians and, you know, are very talented in that way. And they were all just so fun and just wanted to get up and, and perform. And none of them were scheduled to perform. They just did, which was even cooler. And that, uh, and then one of the last songs was a James Arthur song that played just to kind of die everyone down, keep it all, you know, and then Stephanie came up and, rocked it out so, after that, <laughs> so dipped everyone down before picking it back up to close out strong yeah. love it love it awesome stuff yeah well i don't want to put a damper on on the party and the wedding questions but since you did have to just slip into a wedding dress but you also can slip into a party dress you also come from the world of bodybuilding and of course yeah. wwe we all know that so I don't, I don't want to put a damper on the mood that we have here, but I have to ask you, because I've been wondering this for a while, and I'm fortunate to get a chance to get to ask you this. Um, you come from worlds where uh, people's physiques are gorgeous by society's standards, and you're also a major advocate for mental health. So do you believe that constantly showing people who have achieved the ultimate physique, do you believe that's inspirational for the viewer to show people who are constantly in what we perceive as great shape, or do you think that could potentially be intimidating or even detrimental to the viewer who looks at you guys as role models? Mm. So for me, I will say that when I was bodybuilding, I was never happy with my body. I was never happy with it. 
um, there was always something I wanted to fix. Right. And I always worked out cause there was something wrong. Um, that was just my take on it. So I knew that when I was starting with WWE, I knew that I had to get out of that mentality, um, because we are presenting ourselves in front of, you know, young children and impressionable teenagers and people who are, you know, look at us and see that, you know, this body, everyone has their own version of what their perfect body is. Right. Mm. So I'm not saying a six pack is perfect. It's, it's, it's not, you know, everything is however you perceive beautiful and however you perceive perfect is how you are. So right now, like, and personally speaking, like as Lexi, this is the worst shape I've ever been in, in my life, but it is the happiest I've ever been with my body. Wow. And that says a lot to me in a sense, because I was always that person that I worked out twice a day. I would do. So when I was getting ready for uh, muscle and fitness, I did spin class at 5 a.m. I trained in the ring for three hours. I did an hour and a half of lifting at NXT. And then I did spin class at 5 p.m. again. And I was so, I was in the best shape of my life, like to that standard, but I wasn't happy. So for me now, like I love saying, if you feel good about yourself, that's your, that's your perfect. You know, that is your, that is your beautiful. That is your perfect. That is your way. And I get like a lot of slack too on social media because I, I used to have a big butt, right? Now I don't cause I don't lift the way I used to. That was, that was it, a hotly contented thing. When you, when you, when, when people had, your butt was up for debate for a while, you know, people talk about Alexa's butt a little too much. Could y'all leave Alexa Bliss butt alone? It was a lot of butt talk. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up. Are you okay? <laughs> There was a lot of butts. I have my, my butt <laughs> on Twitter, but like now I'm actually happy with my body. And you know what I do? I eat chicken fingers. I eat French fries. I eat what I'm a French fry connoisseur. I do what I want, what I feel good. So for, That's I know good. it doesn't really answer the question, but for me, like for me that as a person, I know that when I was on stage bodybuilding, mm. I might have looked healthy, but I know I wasn't healthy. Wow. Mentally, wow. I was not healthy. Right now, I'm not the healthiest shape I've ever been in, but mentally, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Wow. So, Alexa, was there anything specific that happened to you or that you took accountability of on your own accord to get you to that point? I think a lot of people could benefit from knowing what it was like for you and then apply it to themselves. Yeah. So for me, it was, it was honestly, it was quarantine. Um, I was constantly working out when I was on the road. Cause you know, I felt like I was like, okay, so if I'm in the ring, I need to be lifting in the morning. I need to do cardio at night. I need to do all these things. I need to watch what I eat. But then I realized like my body, I was uncomfortable. I, I didn't feel like myself. So I did a little experiment and as, as crazy it is too, because once you stop working, like if you skip a workout, your brain does this like weird thing where it's like, Oh my God, I need to work out. Why aren't I working out? I need to go to the gym right now. And if I can, yep. it, then maybe I can still go. I just kind of like let it go. And I said, I'm going to give myself two weeks and I'm just going to see what my body does. And then two weeks turned into like a month. And instead of like, instead of working out all the time, I would just go, when I feel like I need to, I'll hop on a treadmill and I'll do a little walk. You know, it was more of like, I'm going to see what my body is naturally meant to be because I've never known what that is for me. And going through body issues my whole life, 
this was like a very tough journey for me, but it was the best thing I've ever done for me. And it was stop, don't work out twice a day, stop counting calories, stop weighing yourself and see what your body is meant to do and see how you feel. And if you want to change it from there to feel mentally better about yourself, sure. I'm all about improving yourself. I'm all about what makes you feel good. If that is going to the gym twice a day, more power to you. Because I used to do it, but I don't have that energy anymore. So, <laughs> uh, so for me, it's just however you feel is your version of your perfect body, whether it's with a six pack or not, that's up to your interpretation. As long as you feel good, as long as I know I feel good and my husband thinks I look good, that's all, right. all I care about. Preaching. Preaching. I mean, my gear is a little bit tighter now, but you know, it's fine. It's, it's okay. I'm happier. <laughs> <laughs> Be waters what you got, baby. Oh, sorry about that. Um, you good, so, man. <laughs> no, right. So, uh, Alexa, you know, I was doing talk producer about, stuff uh, and asking questions. <laughs> I'm asking you to produce and write, ask questions. <laughs> I know, <Go> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I know you used to podcast and you had the podcast on, on the WWE Network. Who inspired you to get into podcasting? Um, honestly, it was presented to me. Uh, so everyone knows that. So, okay, I'm very socially awkward, right? This is a real thing. This is a very real thing. If I'm like one-on-one -on -one with someone or like on Zoom, I'm totally fine. But if you put me in a room with like three, four people, I'm the most quiet person in the room. But if we're one-on-one, -on -one, I will talk your ear off until you tell me to shut up. So they asked me, they were like, hey, so you, um, you, you like talking to people. And I was like, depends on where, don't, don't get the wrong idea. Depends on where you're going with this. And they were like, how do you feel about podcasts? And I was like, oh, that'd be so fun. And I love hearing people's stories. I love talking to people and hearing, you know, you know, their version of everything that goes on. And so they were like, what would you want to do a podcast about? They were like, would you want to do a coffee podcast? And I said, absolutely not. I said, I would like to do something that's more like me, which was 90s, 2000s, you know, awkward teenage, all that, like all those things. Because I remember growing up, I was so awkward. I looked like a handsome brother and I was very awkward. And hands were popular when you were, when you were growing up. Though. Mm -hmm. The hands were popular. You probably were popular. But if I looked like a handsome brother. Wait, which one though? <laughs> I look like Taylor. Hold on, I have a picture. The, listen, the mm, the mm bop stage was fire though. You know what I mean? No, but you could have you 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 par, parlayed that. You could have parlayed that. But because right. of that, I was always the girl that the guys were friends with. Oh. Girlfriends. You know what I mean? But okay, this is a young picture. I wasn't having boyfriends at this But I legit looked like a handsome brother. Oh, that is a, this beyond adorable. I was a handsome brother. But so I love hearing like, all these like awkward stories of people. So I was like, I want to interview celebrities and, and people from all these different industries. And I want to hear their most cringy, awkward stories. And it was so fun. And I really wish I could do it again because it was, it, and I also kind of took less beer. I took the opportunity to meet people that I always wanted to meet growing up, <laughs> like Taylor Hansen and, and Lance Bass, you know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, they're like, oh, who would you want? And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, just maybe like Taylor Hansen, Lance Bass. <laughs> I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a reaction. Patrick, no big deal. Well, before we even started recording, so these were like my crushes, right? I, I loved Taylor Hansen growing up to the point where 
my mom recorded Young and the Restless over my uh, over my Hanson. That's a great soap. That's the best soap opera of all time. Facts. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Miss Alexa Bliss. You go. You tell me you got mad at your mom for taping over Victor Newman. They got, you got to put. So you got to respect Victor Newman now. The Newmans is worth taping over Hansons for like a day. As a seven-year-old, that's <laughs> with Taylor Hansen. You don't understand. <laughs> that was the end of the world for me. I cried for like <laughs> and so I told I told my now husband this, and he knows Taylor, and he did the intro, and he was like, "Hey, thanks for doing this," you know, blah blah blah. And he goes, "By the way, she used to have the biggest crush on you." Here, Lex, here you go. And I was just like, oh, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I was humiliated but then I, I jumped the gun on him with lance right because i had a crush on lance too growing up i always thought i was gonna marry lance so i jumped the gun in front of him i was like okay so as soon as lance came on i was like just so you know at an instant concert i was 10 years old i told you i loved you you didn't say it back which is fine now Totally <laughs> <laughs> understand and then uh and then ryan was like i wasn't gonna tell him so i had to so i embarrassed myself i love this i love this <laughs> This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ms. Alexa, but before we got, before I get you out of here, we got a few things I want to do. This is this how we, we going to break the internet today. We going we gonna to get down to the stuff that everyone get, wanna gets down to. And the, the dirt sheets are going to pick up all this, right? This is the, this, this is the stuff the sheets are going to pick up. Now, well, listen. Or Hanson wasn't. Worthy enough of the dirt sheets. Oh, that's going oh, to that's gonna get, get in there, too. But listen now, I know, I know, I, I need you to answer this question. Ain't nobody listening to this podcast. We ain't even publishing this podcast. We are publishing this podcast, but I'm trying to make a joke right now. But ain't nobody listening. It's just us. It's just us in here. Now, I know they were at your wedding, but are you going to sit here and try to tell me right now? I'm going to ask you, who is better, 
The Backstreet Boys are in sync. Let's pretend like ain't nobody listening right now. It's just between us. Who is the best so, boy band of all time? So my, I have to say in sync. Here's why. I loved Backstreet growing up, right? I loved their music. They were before in sync. They really kicked off, well, before, you know, before New Kids on the Block. They really kicked off my generation for boy bands. But then you had NSYNC come. And they did that performance at Disney, right? Which oh, Backstreet Boys come turned down. On. Which Backstreet Boys turned down. They did. From what I've heard. They and did. Story, right? And that's what blew NSYNC up, right? But you got to remember, at the time, I was like, Lance Bass, that's my future husband. So I had that little connection with Lance. I was like, I, lo I love him. You know, that's that's my guy. So for me, it was always, it, you know, I loved Backstreet Boys. I loved NSYNC. But for me, it's NSYNC. And here also because I bought Darren's, sorry, my bulldog's barking. I got Darren's dance. He disagrees. Do you remember? Yeah, Dan? see, that's why, he's, that's why he's barking. He was quiet until you said NSYNC over Backstreet Boys. You understand? You realize that just happened, by the way. He's saying Backstreet's back, I think, is what he's saying. <laughs> I, I, I went to their concert the other day, and it was incredible. Hmm. Backstreet King, they kill it. They yeah. are amazing, especially live in concert. But I did dance Bye 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 with Three Fists of NSYNC, which was a moment that I prepared for my entire life and didn't even know. So I have to say, in sync because as far as I know, Backstreet Boys did not invite me on stage to do <laughs> I went that way with them. <laughs> Listen, we got we got some things. We, 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 okay, we ironed that out. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, your your answer was acceptable. It's okay. I, I just uh, my I got my wife to go see uh, Backstreet Boys for, the, for her first time ever because she could never get to see him. So I got her tickets when they were in Vegas, and she, she said they were incredible. And in so that was so that was kind of cool too. We we actually got to meet. Kevin, like we ran into Kevin at like a Christmas party, like impromptu, and like my like wife had like an out of body experience, but that was kind of cool as well. Aww, yeah, so we got, so it was really it's really cool. But that's I'm just I'm I'm getting sidetracked. But this is what we're gonna do. Okay, rapid fire now. This is rapid fire stuff. Yeah. Rapid fire stuff. Sorry. This is this is all Disney related. This is, this is this is this is all Disney related. The dogs, the dogs that. It's, it was because of the it was because of the backstreet slander. That's what was going on. <laughs> yeah, can't can't stand the backstreet slander. Yeah, it's going off the rails. We got we got a second. My man, can, my man he wants it. it that way. He wants to make sure that. It's <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Okay, who? Okay, rapid fire. I'll get my my JMC's gonna get on this. If Jack has something on top of his head, he can get into it too. But I got a list of things. So I'm gonna start off at the top. This, this is kind of rapid fire, but you could take your time. So who's the greatest Disney villain? Greatest Disney villain? Um, I say Hades. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's Scar, but interesting. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely <laughs> Scar, but it's, it's, it's there's a lot. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of blasphemy going on. But she's Alexa well, Bliss. She can do whatever she wants. Here's why Hades though. Well, because Hades, Hades had his little lackeys doing everything for him. And so he never got the history. That's the ultimate villain. You get all the heat for not doing anything. Mm. Scar murdered someone on screen in front of our eyes. Did he did he murder did he murder Mufasa or did the stampede murder Mufasa? Don't try to put that on my oh, guy. Started for sure. Started. Oh, come on, come on, Miss Bliss. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to I've been trying to spin Scar being a baby face for like like ten years. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not happening. Scar okay, sang great. a song about how he was gonna kill somebody and then did it. Why you bring Why you bringing up old stuff? Stop bringing up old stuff. Listen, listen, let's hold on. <laughs> Miss Bliss, okay. Greatest Disney song. Oh. 
Powerline, eye to eye. Ooh, that's a banger. Oh, that is a good one. Right here. Tevin, Tevin Campbell, Tevin Campbell, killing it. Okay, greatest Disney movie. Disney movie. For me. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the- you got to remember, I love Powerline. And in our wedding, everyone walked down the aisle to eye to eye and stand out. And then my husband recorded a slow version of eye to eye for our first dance. So I'm yeah, a big this is, movie person. This is incredible stuff. This is incredible stuff. Okay, greatest Disney princess. Oh, so here's the thing. I don't I don't really have a favorite Disney prince, like a greatest Disney princess, because they're all damsel in distresses. Um, mm-hmm. Moana, Moana. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like Moana. I'll go with Moana. Alexa, how about this? I really enjoyed Dark Alexa, right? And I know she was very misunderstood, especially by a lot of douchebags on Twitter, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so um, my question is, who do you feel was the most misunderstood Disney princess? Ooh, misunderstood Disney princess. Or, char- or character. Ooh. Misunderstood Disney princess or character. I don't know. That's a tough one. It is tough. We can, go, we can go with Scar for my for my. I was benefit. gonna say Scar. <laughs> but when you see Ma, when you see Maleficent's backstory though, she was kind of you kind of understand a oh, little yeah. bit more about her. I do love when they take like the villain and like give you their backstory, and then you're like, I get it. I understand. So bad. Yeah. I get it. Oh, but okay. What's what's your okay? What's the uh, what's the best ride at Disney? Ooh, um, so Disneyland or Disney World? Uh, World. Disney World. I like Rock and Roller Coaster. Tower of Terror. Oh, classic. Yeah. What Love about, Tower of Terror. It's, it's, it's so great. What about, best? what's the best Pixar movie in your opinion? Ooh, Toy Story. I like Toy Story a lot. Classic. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> almost almost done. Best live action Disney movie. Oh, best live action Disney movie. I liked, I liked Lion King. I liked all the animals and I thought it was so good. And, you know, and then, yeah, I liked Lion King. No, these are these. I've never. I didn't expect any of this. So this is really good stuff. What, what was uh, the Disney movie that got you like into Disney in the first place? What was your Beauty entry into Disney? Oh my God, Beauty oh, and the Beast! I had to watch it's my it. My wife's favorite. Over, that's her favorite. It's my over. wife's favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, Beauty and the Beast. That was the one. Best best Disney villain song. Oh my gosh! Um, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Gaston has a pretty good one too. But he be does. Prepared, he probably does. He does. <laughs> Okay, now, okay, the last one, the last one is, okay, give me your four Mount Rushmore Disney movies. So we do Mount Rushmore's on here. I got your one, but you have to give me three more of Disney movies that you would chisel out in stone. Disney movie, Toy Story, Finding Nemo's a good one. And, you know, I'll have to say Beauty and the Beast because it introduced me to Disney. Classics. These are all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Alexa, if you could cast, if you could recast Aladdin, with a member of a boy band, who would you choose? And if you say JC Chazé, I'll be your best friend because I think he's the yeah. best. I think he's the best vocalist of all time. But you, you, you decide. <laughs> Don't lead the witness. Don't lead the witness. <laughs> JC, I can support that. Ooh. I can support that. But you know, you, uh, if you if you like talk like theatrically, have you ever heard Joe sing theatrically? He's actually he's, really he's, good. He's yeah. really, 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 really good. good. He's got that like really good, like strong Broadway sound. Like he's really good, but I, I can support JC for sure. Wow. 
Miss Alexa Bliss, I really appreciate you taking the time and having having a moment with us and talking about Disney and boy bands and wrestling. I really, I really yeah. appreciate you. And your shout out to your dogs for being involved. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> Thank you it's so the much. Bulldog too, the one that never barked. <laughs> it oh, went. It all went off. The, it, it all went off the rails after the. the I shouldn't have started the Backstreet Boys in sync debate. It's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> oh, now he lays down like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but thank, but Miss Bliss, thank you very much for your time. I'm gonna get you out of here, but I really thank appreciate you. you. I appreciate yeah, thank it. You. Thank you. My people, that was Alexa Bliss and her dogs. Uh, here with the fellas, uh, Jack Farmer, Brian H. Waters, JMC in the building, filling in for flowbeetle.com, who's on assignment. I thought that was fun. That was good stuff, guys, um, as I wrap this uh, this mini this mini episode of Mac Mania podcast. You know what I mean? Like Everything was fine. Everything went sim- swimmingly, gentlemen, until the debate of all debates. And then the bulldog and the other pup was not having the answer. I think we find out who the real with. Now we got to start asking pets. Backstreet Boys are in sync. That age-old debate just sets a, it sets a wrinkle to the entire universe from animals and humans alike. <laughs> well, it's no, it's it's divided between people who are right and people who are wrong. Really, it's the, it's come on, it's Backstreet Boys. Jack, it's interesting because InSync is my favorite group of all time. Not even favorite boy band. Like I'm a I'm a weirdo. I get that, but I I I admit you are correct. The longevity alone puts BSB over the edge. They, you're, that was what I that, that was on. the kicker for me. The, yeah. the kicker for me was the longevity. When I was like, I woke up one day seriously, and I was like. They they're still doing music. That, and then and I and I told you I said it, I said that to Kevin and I go, because Kevin has heard it all. He goes, he goes, what's your reasoning? And I go, you guys are still together. And he was like, pretty good point. He like gave me a slow hot because he didn't want to like confirm. And he's like, yeah. It's an, <laughs> it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation that needs to be had. It needs to be had. They, but I yeah. mean, I, I always say j- people. People combine Justin Timberlake and InSync too much. It's they're, that's, they're different that's, that's the biggest. Yeah, you're big. That's what it is. When you when you when you argue with the InSync person about Backstreet, they're their only thing about Timberlake. It's yes. a group. It's a group. Yep. Just like you can't Sorry. you can't talk about Destiny's Child and then combine in all the stuff Beyonce did afterwards. That that's a separate thing. That's on its, a its own. It's a it's a sep- it's a separate thing. And I repeat, there's only one person that didn't show up to Miss Bliss's wedding, and it was Justin Timberlake. Everyone from Instinct showed too up. Good for anything. <laughs> but yes, people that y'all still listen to me right now. This is that was an Alexa Bliss impromptu interview, Mac Mania podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I had the fellas in here with me. I appreciate you guys asking great questions in there. And um, yeah, we out. Man. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.